Hey guys, for our little episode here, we are going to get into a dark subject involving kids. So fair warning, please feel free to skip this episode. No hurt feelings. It just does get a little graphic. Hi y'all, my name is Bianca, and welcome to the Blunt Objects Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where a guest and I share our thoughts and theories about true crime. Now sit back, relax, free your mind, and join me as we explore these cases. They're really good, right? Hell yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I didn't even let you try it. You should definitely try this. Just try it. It's cocaine on the rocks. <laughs> oh, now we have a Starbucks drink for you. <laughs> we found it. Because <laughs> Miguel doesn't get anything at Starbucks except for a large Raz water. Oh, and the mandolin. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. I am actually going to go ahead and do a part two with Trisha because, guys, she has an amazing story to tell us about. Well, okay, maybe amazing is not the right word, but a good story (laughs) about how the Amber Alert came to be. So welcome back. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Like I never left. (laughs) <laughs> we, we were just here yeah. <laughs> and i was like wait so amber alert is well the namesake of the amber alert is actually for amber Hagerman. and there's an acronym for the amber alert which i don't know what it is but <laughs> they break down the letters for the alert but basically the reason that they have the amber alert is due to what happened to amber so She was born in 1988. We lived in the same neighborhood. So she was like a year younger than my sister. Mm -hmm. And also her family were patients of my mom. It's like doctor's offices. There used to be a doctor's office on Church Street in Grand Prairie. So um, it was like literally right across the street from the church. And my mom had worked there for almost 15, 20 years. But at the time, she had only been there, I think, 10 years. But their family was actually patients of my mom. So they knew my mom really well. And they lived in Arlington, where we lived, too. So we used to play with Amber and her brother in the same little Winn-Dixie parking lot all the time. And Winn-Dixie was a grocery store, store, right? Yes. Like Minyard's? Was the grocery store back in the day too? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Similar. Okay. Like we used to steal beer from there when we got oh older. Oh my God. But again, bad child. <laughs> but we, yeah. do, we do not, this, this is not promoting stealing. We, yeah, do, we not do not condone stealing or drinking ever. Or doing it on school property. Yeah. Like don't do drugs. Don't drink unless you're 21. 
or know somebody who's 21 no 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 <laughs> no no <Okay>. no <laughs> yeah or you get permission from your parents no, no i mean even i mean that's legal uh, it is you're right you're right it is legal yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anywho yeah we used to ride bikes and play with each other a lot of kids did it you know back then we just ran around and played everywhere and we'd come home when the when it got dark so i think it was january 13th or 14th something like that so amber was playing in the parking lot we didn't go play that day because it was cold so her and her brother were playing in the parking lot and some guy drives up grabs her and puts her in the car and drives off so her brother knew what the car looked like and he runs home and tells his parents so amber's mom calls 911 and lets them know what's going on and they're like well we can't put out any alerts until she's been gone for like 24 hours and that's the worst yeah like that rule back then was so stupid so stupid and and in a way it kind of is but it's like you never know if the kid was actually kidnapped or if they just went to the local corner store and didn't tell their moms you know i think it should have depended on the circumstances because you know like you hear amber alerts now canceled all the time Mm -hmm. but i think like hey my son saw my daughter get nabbed was it's a good yeah yeah legitimate Mm -hmm. so they got the description of the car out. People were like looking around for it. But two days later, they find Amber in a creek. She's naked. She's cut open. Oh, she's yeah. She was sexually assaulted. And her mom was like, this could have been prevented mm-hmm. if you would have put out the alert. Mm-hmm. So it takes a few years. She actually does a lot of legislation she meets with different state representatives and she tries to push a bill along like the poly law in california where a little girl was kidnapped in her home by a guy who was a sex offender but back then i think it was like in the late 80s they didn't register sex offenders they didn't tell people sex offenders in the neighborhood so her parents started pushing that legislation and they got that passed where you have to notify that you're a sex offender mm-hmm. so she kind of went the same route i think she even met with the parents of that girl kind of trying to just get ideas try to figure out what was going on so it took a while but she finally got the amber alert passed so basically if an amber alert is issued they need to notify via the emergency alert system immediately that a kid has gone missing provide a description of a car if there was one and a description of the kid so that's why they provide the car info because they had all that with amber's person that killed her but they didn't put it out there and they didn't have a wide way of notifying everybody until they use the emergency alert system And then from there, you know, now you see silver alerts for elderly. There's clear alerts for, I think, domestic violence, something like that. So it kind of just evolved. So I think it's a good thing. And then, like, every year they do another Amber Hagerman, like, 
what's going on now because the case was never solved. Yeah, so it's still unsolved yeah. up to this day, right? They have people who they think might have done it. Was there any DNA found? I don't think so. But I know they have, like, they had one suspect who had similar crimes between here in Louisiana and Arizona, or Arkansas. And they were pretty sure this guy did it. And he lived out here in Arlington at the time. But I think he ended up, his last residence was Little Rock, Arkansas, which is about seven hours from here. Mm -hmm. Maybe five. Anyway, but they thought he might have done it, but he ended up dying. And I think like early 2000s, late 90s, I could be wrong. But mm-hmm. that guy ended up dying, and so they weren't ever able to link it to him. There's other people that they're like, yeah, it could have been this guy. And they've had a whole bunch of suspects, but that guy's definitely the guy they think did it. Mm-hmm. Because there have been other crimes that he was connected to, like sexual assaults with kids. And he had been in jail a couple times for it. So they really thought that... It could have been him. He had the same type of car, but they weren't ever to link it. Dang. So, But yeah, every year they do a story about it and whether there's new evidence, anything like that. Unfortunately, there's not. But, you know, Amber's mom's still hoping. The cops are still hoping. But at this point, that's the closest that they got to solving it. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely the event that rocked the neighborhood that made us realize we weren't kids anymore and that the world could be dangerous. How did everything change? So before we used to run around, play outside, run under the streets. And that's when our parents started taking off to pick us up from school or putting us back in daycare. Teachers wouldn't let us do recess as long They would be out there like watching us. I mean, they were before, but not as long. They were like on top of us. Like you had to have passwords for your parents to pick you up. My mom made a password, but she forgot to tell my dad. So he tried to come pick us up and we're like, well, you don't know the password. (laughs) And he was like, are you fucking serious? Like get in the fucking car. And I'm like, no, you don't know the password, Dad. Mom said we can't go anywhere with who doesn't know the password. And he's like on his cell phone and was like, tell me the password. Why would you not tell me the password? <laughs> and the teacher was like, sorry, sir. Like, no, you need to have the password. And we're like, we can't go with you, Daddy. And she's like, you're calling me, Daddy. Like, <laughs> so get in the car. And I'm almost like, oops, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> so but yeah it changed a lot like we you know they had little outside classrooms and things like that and they eliminated like half of them like just to make sure all the kids are mostly inside being watched things like that they got stricter about who could pick you up we couldn't play outside as much anymore we could only do it like literally until about five o'clock and then we had to go inside so and it was definitely scary because it was like one of our friends disappeared mm-hmm. and never came back. Do you have any memories with her? I mean, not much. A little bit. Just remember playing, riding bikes, things like that. She was a sweet girl. And we liked playing with each other. But that's all I really remember. I remember the parking lot, things like, like that. But mostly I just remember like the aftermath. Mm-hmm. It just really changed. Like 
especially me and my sister, we had to go back to daycare and we couldn't. My mom was very protective. She still is, but she was very protective. And I think that's what made the switch with her was that whole event. So she became very much like she would watch everywhere we go. We couldn't play in the driveway anymore. Like it was just a lot for and it happened to all of us kids in the neighborhood. It wasn't just my mom. Like our parents got very scared, especially because he never got caught. So it could have happened again in their minds. Yeah, it was really different. Like we used to go walk to the nearby CCs, which it wasn't a close walk. But, you know, if we all went together, we would go or the donut shop and all that stopped and playing football outside after school that stopped. And we just really stopped having the kid fun. I mean, we were getting up there anyway. I mean, like I was like 10 or 11. So everything was about to change anyway. But that definitely flipped the switch. Thing. To be honest, it hasn't gotten any better. You know, like kids are being kidnapped all the time. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, and I guess this is a good reminder that, you know, keep your kids close. Yeah. Keep them close. Like, don't let your guard down. Like, there's, yeah. there's ugly people out there. Yeah. Like, you know, there's human trafficking stuff. And like there was a house in Arlington, you know, same town where they found there was a human trafficking ring. So it's even more like it's worse now. Like, I mean, it's not so much killing, but your child could be sold on the Internet to somebody who wants to do horrible things to them. And, yeah, you just really got to keep an eye on your kids. Like, it sucks because it's not how you grow up. But at the same time, like, it is what's best. Yeah. It's not a good story, but. It did change everything, especially between Arlington and Grand Prairie. Yeah. And and I'm sure a lot of people didn't know that. You know what I mean? They just assume, oh, here's another Amber Alert. But they don't know. Yeah. You know, the story in regards to it. Yeah. They're just like, oh, here's another thing to wake me up at 2 a.m. Or they just ignore it. They turn them off. Yeah. But, you know, they're important. I know that 90 percent of the time the kids come back or they're like, which is good, which, yeah, is, which good, is good, right? It's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know. But like even the silver alerts, like people probably don't even know what that's for. They don't realize it's for an elderly person mm-hmm. who may have gotten lost, which was a little inspired by, there was a song in the 90s by a group named Fastball that talks about a couple who disappeared. They're an elderly couple and their car disappeared. And the theory is that they drove off a cliff. Oh my. Yeah. So that whole true story is a lot what inspired like the silver alerts. Yeah. Because, you know, some elderly people just wander off. Yeah. They, they really do. They, yeah. they really do. I don't think it's heard of a lot, but it is definitely common. Yeah. Right. Especially if you have dementia, things like that, and you don't know where you're at. Yeah. And a lot of people, I mean, you hear about it so much more often now. Oh, yeah. So, you know. They're all important. I can't remember what clear alert is for now, but that's important, too. Let's figure it out. Let's find it. (laughs) Because I saw one for the first time the other day and I was like, what is, you know, I I don't even know what a clear alert is. I've never even seen that. It was saw it in Dallas and I was like, what is that? Okay, so it's just a general missing person. Apparently, it's to honor the victims of violence who spurred it 
Yeah, so it's anybody between the ages of 18 and 64 who have been kidnapped or are missing and they're in some sort of imminent danger. And it's made 72 hours, Mm. which is still long, though. It's still really long. Like, yeah, I mean, you'll get from here, from the Dallas area down to the border in 12 hours. Yeah. Maybe less if if you're like driving pretty fast and you don't do any of the stops. Yeah. Right. But obviously we got to stop at Bucky's <laughs> and the Kalachi shop. You know, we've never been there. What? I know. That's a like DFW. They, like you're not a Texan if you don't. Wait, stop. wait, hold up. We're going to do it right next time. But we're not going anywhere with COVID. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip. Don't stop when you see the first signs for kolaches. That ain't the true place. Like, keep going until you get to West Texas, and there will be a shop on the left side with a shell station. Go there. Don't go to the other side, and don't stop at the shop 30 minutes ahead. Like, keep it going. And then, like, the Ennis shop is okay. Is that the one where Brian got those strawberries? Man, them hoes are good. See, this place is better. They actually have two shops next door to each other mm-hmm. because there's so many in the first one mm. that you got to stop at the second one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go to the second one. So not the one like almost next to Baylor is another one further down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lie. Like they put those signs up to fool the people who have been told to stop. Don't go there. <laughs> Like legit, I mean, it's a fun little place. I went there, but it's not, it's not the tea. Mm, gotcha. It's high. Gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, like 12 hours, you know, yeah, like to cross the be, border in general. You can be in Denver in 10. So yeah, you could be pretty far. You could be in what? Louisiana. What's next to Arkansas? I'm going to pull up a map. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Alabama. I think it's Mississippi. Oh, Illinois yeah. might be on top of it. That too. Yeah, you could make it to Georgia, Atlanta in 13 hours. Are you serious? That's how big Texas is. Because mm-hmm. it would take my mom. She would make no stops, really. And we would make it there in 13, 14 hours. Dang. Okay. Then you have like Louisiana, Mississippi. Alabama. Alabama. No, wait. I thought it was like three states before you get to Georgia. Yeah. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. Like seriously, two hours you're in another state. That's all it takes to get to Louisiana. Yeah. An hour to Alabama. So 72 hours, you could probably make it all around the whole U.S. Mm-hmm. And back. I don't know. I guess right now they have the times for a reason. I don't know necessarily what that reason is for. Yeah. But dang, it still seems like a long time. Yeah. T- three days is a long time. Especially when someone's missing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I've known people who have had friends that were victims of domestic violence and the person went missing and they found out that the husband, because it's usually wife and husband, mm-hmm. had killed her and himself. Like one just happened here in Grand Prairie a couple of years ago. They were, mm-hmm. yeah, they were friends, an ex of mine. And like on his Facebook, he was posting stuff that was like, oh, uh, my family, because him and his wife broke up. Mm-hmm. And 
he was like, my family will be together again. Posting all kinds of scary stuff. And people were like, dude, are you okay? And you had him as a friend? No, but I have mutual friends, like my ex and a couple other people. Gotcha. Yeah. So on his Facebook, because it was public, he was posting things about it's going to be all over. It's not worth living. My family be together in eternity. So the signs were there. Oh, yeah. For weeks. And people are like, are you okay, bro? What's going on? Do you want to talk? And then when it happened, they were like, oh, I wish I would have known. I'm like, y'all did. No, mm-hmm. it was all over Facebook. Like I knew about it, and I wasn't even friends with him. Mm-hmm. It was sad though, and like the kids didn't die, which is good. But he did kill his wife, and mm. that sucks. Really sad. There's so many things that happen in this area, and you barely hear about it. Mm-hmm. Like, the only stuff you hear about is like the ranch down the way. They say it's Chuck Norris's place. And oh, it's not. for real, right? I heard that for a really long time. Yeah, it's a straight lie. Like it's not even true, but. <laughs> But you hear about that, but there's so many things that have happened in this area. For real, for real. Man, thank you. Thank you for sharing more information with us. I will have you back soon. Definitely soon because I'm loving all your stories and I hear your stories all the time. So that's why I know it's good. So definitely please come back. And listeners, you know, I'm going to let Trisha tell y'all where y'all can follow her on. You can follow me on my Instagram. Again, it's just planner stuff. Nothing cool. I, I, I think it's cool, but it's not true crime. But it's <laughs> Instagram.com uh, slash Trishrish Plans. I also have a YouTube. Again, planner stuff. If it's not your thing, I, I get it. It's fine. But it's also Trishrish Plans on YouTube. And that's T-R-I-S-H-R-I-S-H-P-L-A-N-S. So you want to see me talk to myself and play with stickers? Do it. Hey, there's weirder stuff out there. There is. (laughs) There is. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that's listening and continues to listen. I appreciate every single one of y'all. Please don't forget to rate this. Um, Give me that five stars. Give me some comments. Anything that you guys want to hear, please reach out. Feel free to also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Blunt Objects Pod. Guys, take it easy. Be safe. Hold your children close. And guys, don't be afraid to be blunt. <laughs>